PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. The popular local-centric shopping event Orlando Flea returns to downtown March 31st. Orlando Flea is a daytime indoor makers market with over 35 local and regional artisans, makers, and creatives selling locally designed posters, t-shirts, pins, and jewelry, along with vintage clothing. Enjoy lunch, desserts, and a full bar while you show love and support to the local creative force of nature on display at Orlando Flea. Orlando Flea is Sunday, March 31st, 12 to 4 at Celine at 22 South Magnolia Avenue in downtown Orlando. For updates and details, follow Orlando Flea on Instagram at Orlando Flea. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Episode 323 of Cinema Crespo de So begins right now. How's it going, guys? Chris Crespo here. Man, God, I'm Come on. Come on, buddy. You can do it. I haven't started drinking yet. Maybe that's the problem. That is the problem. It's a little too early. Is it? Is it? Is it? Oh, it's 12.57. I should have poured a drink. I should have. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling with Drew Sakag. We're Drew. What up, dude? You got the air horn. How's it going, buddy? It's going. Air horn is now... Out of air. I'm doing all right, man. Doing my thing, hanging out. We're in the studio, just chilling. I got your weather update, Crespi. So here's your Crespi. So weather report. Your current weather level is lavender. Current weather level is lavender. All your highways are flooded with despair. Juicer Cogburn. We are rejoined by Steve Etchie. How you doing, Steve? And your and the air smells really good. It does smell at least nice, doesn't the, it? Yeah. Right? It's, it's the candle. It's the candle. Oh, yeah. No, that's the candle, actually. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the lavender floods. Uh, good to see you, buddy. You know, uh, I know you've been a busy guy, and uh, you can't join us every week, but we're glad, always glad when you're here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Uh, we'll talk about what you got brewing over there with the tidbits and the State of the Beer Union and all that stuff. But first, we got to talk to our returning guest from the Daily City Show, as well as Orlando Flea. It is Mark Baratelli. How's it going, buddy? Hello. How you doing, Mark? Good. Good to see you, man. Thank you. I haven't seen you in forever. It's been so long. <laughs> I know. I've been away. You've been you've been so far away. I've been taking cruises, month long cruises. Where you go? Where have you been going? We go. I go to the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. Yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> just drift to the middle of the, every day is it's a so, boat day. Yeah, it's it's so peaceful. All of the stress leaves my neck and my shoulders when I can look three sixty and see no land and no yeah. land. And you know that uh, you're so small and insignificant compared to uh, like a whale. Yes, oh, if a whale passed by me in the middle of the ocean, I would have a heart attack and just fall over and die because it's so <laughs> whale scary. Seriously, they scary whales. Scary so just much. A whale. They're so big. They're I love so whales. It's, yeah. it's not like it's a yeah. great white shark or like a giant squid. Have or... you seen that video of that dude getting uh, like half swallowed by that whale? Which one? No. What kind of, what kind of whale? Okay. An orca? So, no. It, so it was one of these um, the whales that just like opened their mouth as they swim towards a big thing of like uh, like a sardine mm-hmm. sw- uh, swirl yeah. or whatever. They just opened their mouth and yeah. it sucks in. Mm. Uh, there were people. F- f- 
photographing this event, marine photographers, and one guy was like kind of close to the to the swirl of fish, and then whoosh, something came, and a whale came up, and he got himself like halfway lodged in its mouth. There's a picture of like a whale sticking out of the water, and then a guy's like his scuba gear is like halfway out, and then he had to like dislodge himself. Yeah, but the the whale's not actively trying to eat you. That's the that's the scary part, Drew. That's what I'm saying. You're so <laughs> insignificant to the whale. You're just detritus. <laughs> it's a scary accident. That gets stuck between its teeth. That's like, oh, now I got a human in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't that's even how care. I feel every day without a whale. <laughs> I feel like it's... You, Oh, sorry, I gotta go. That means the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Goodbye. And I just put in the, uh, the, the music right there. Yeah, exactly. That's my alarm. That's my alarm to practice my voice lessons. Your voice lessons? Oh, okay. So we start. Unique. You are doing voice lessons now, singing lessons? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing? Is it a return to Disney? What's in the works here? Nothing's in the, the works. The, the voice teacher keeps asking me, so do you want to perform? I want to perform. I'm like, no, I just want to learn how to sing correctly. You just want to do it? I used to sing, but mm-hmm. I sing like clenching my throat and making the sounds all wrong. And sure. I'm obsessed with learning how to not do that. And you should see me in class. It is, it is, I, I, I'm, I don't know what I'm, I, I'm flailing, I'm shaking, I'm shamming. My neck is vibrating. Well, what are they trying to get you to do? More, uh, like, I guess, what's stereotypical? From the Look, belly? From the from, belly, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah, diaphragm Yeah, they're thing. trying to get me to, br- to breathe from the belly and mm. to relax my effing throat. Like, I, I don't understand. Dude, I talk it's from, so like... It's so hard for me. I feel like I speak from my throat, you know, as opposed to from, yeah, uh, from the right. diaphragm. I, I clench yes, this. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. No one, it's not like no one sits down and teaches you how to breathe and how to speak. You just do it. No, yeah. Well, if you take, if you take... No. Uh, like you know singing lessons like that and you learn how to uh, not use your throat you. does that mean like you can take shots better because like you can let it just go down maybe instead of gulping more, you, know what I'm, you know what i'm saying yeah, more probably th- more throat throat control for yeah. alcohol consumption yeah that's for sure a state of the beer union topic <laughs> that you guys are gonna have to do a deep dive on you Ed Irvin, leslie joe and a some sort of a throat doctor specialist We'll uh-huh. do before you, and you after. You can invite my voice taking... teacher. She can come in and... There you go. There you go. So you bring in the voice teacher. Before you do the voice lesson, you guys do... Uh, you always chug a beer. All of you. Even the voice teacher. To see, Even... <laughs> to see how... And then you time it, right? And then yeah. you go through the voice lessons. Yeah. Right? Before worry. and after to see what the alcohol does to and you. Then yeah. you. And then you do a chug a beer after the voice lesson to see if you can do it faster because you have better throat control. It's all about throat control. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> Right now, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Ask Ed. We'll ask Ed about it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because like that's just the thing. Like you know, whenever I see somebody like shotgun a beer or something like that, you know, and it's like I could never do that because I have like controlled gulps. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. And it doesn't so, just want to shoot down your gullet because you feel like you're gonna drown. Yeah, and like whenever somebody's like you know like a group of people would be like shots, you know, and like everybody downs it, and I like down half of it by gulping, yeah. and then I'm like, hold on. And then I do this. Yeah, I, I can't do it whole shot. That's what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You got to do it in parts. But then that's when you get the burn because now you're prolonging it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you get the yeah, burn it's anyway. Yeah, around in your mouth. Yeah, it's supposed to swish it around. So apparently the alcohol, when it's like hits the inside of your body, the reason why you get that burn is because the alcohol is making your body think that you're literally on fire. It's like the same sensation as being on fire. That's why you get that burn. <laughs> I'm down. I just, I just, it's one of those. Tell uh, people so that, uh, that have never my... had alcohol that, and we might have fewer alcoholics because that sounds terrifying. Yeah, doesn't it sound terrifying? Yeah, it like does. Fire water. 
That's why it's called fire water. That's why when you have a cut and you pour the alcohol on it and it burns. Yeah. Because your body is thinking, it's like, oh my God, I think I'm on fire. But it's just the uh, So your body is telling you, don't stop whatever you're doing. (laughs) Stop. stop, You're on fire. Yep. Stop this. This is bad. Stop. You're on fire. Go get peroxide. Your your body is rejecting what you're doing. (laughs) I mean, all getting drunk is is just mild alcohol poisoning. Controlled alcohol. Wait wait, wait a minute. When you smoke pot, isn't the pot hot? I remember in college, I'm not going to go. It's another voice teacher. She gave us this teary-eyed lecture about the temperature that your throat gets when you smoke pot. And it was like over 100 degrees. That's from the smoking of the, because you're burning up material. And when you you inhale that smoke. Smoke's hot. The smoke itself is hot. Uh, The temperature. Yeah, there there, there are ways of fixing that. If you do it through a bong with bong water and you put ice in the bong, that's one way to cool everything down. I mean, just the water itself will cool it down. That's what I'm saying. Like you said, there are ways to combat that, but most people don't. They just get the pipe, and then the the flame is like two inches away from their mouth as they hit it, so you're just taking in not even the hotness of the smoke, but then the butane itself from the the flame and all that. I put cold orange juice in a bong once. Yeah. yeah. Oh, to flavor it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. You enjoyed it. Yeah. And then went, and then you drink the oranges out. You weirdo. You sick, disgusting <laughs> freak. Out Definitely there. did you, not do. You bring that weirdness uh, to uh, bong orange juice. That would be gross. <laughs> bong bong OJ. Bong you know where you could find. Especially if you brush your teeth right before that. Maybe you might be able to find uh, some art. Uh, <laughs> bleeding gums. Oh. Bleeding gums, Murphy. Uh, <laughs> there's a chemical in the the chemical in toothpaste that makes it foam up. That uh-huh. make, is it that foamy? Um, oh, is uh, that what does it? That's what makes. That's what gives orange juice afterwards that weird taste. Of, okay, because that lingering taste. Scientists did try to figure out what was the uh, the worst uh, taste in the world. Yeah, and that was what they came up with. They came up with that. They came up with orange juice and toothpaste. Not like doo doo. Yeah, I, I feel find like that would be worse. I, I feel like that would be. I think maybe it was face. stuff that you're supposed to put in your mouth in the first place. Okay. Maybe yeah, you're, you're not supposed to actually eat shit. And, but you're also not supposed to put <laughs> orange juice and toothpaste <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> you're not supposed to eat shit, Drew. What are you no. telling me? <laughs> I'm telling you, you're not. And Happy to eat Gilmore, shit. you said he, he eat pieces of shit like him for breakfast. Yeah. I was like, you eat, I pieces, took a, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? And I was like, yeah. What's wrong with that sentence? <laughs> no, this all makes sense to me. Uh, okay, well, there you go. Well, people at home, if you think it's worse to eat shit, uh, <laughs> hashtag uh, shit sandwich. And if you think it's worse to uh, eat OJ and toothpaste, hashtag uh, I'm with Edgy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That, that, that's a very scientific way we'll know which is worse. Uh, I was going to say, you know, you can probably find some artisanal uh, bong OJ is at the Orlando Flea because that's the type of maker's market where you can find a lot of uh, crazy knickknacks and things like that. Orlando Flea market's coming up. Yeah. When is it? March it's the 20... third one. March 31st. 31st. That's awesome. 31st. What did you say? 34th? That's the tw- 24th, 31st. 31st. <laughs> two, 34th. Two weeks so away. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Oh, that sounds Shopping. interesting as hell. I'm, I'm, cause it, you know, you oh. should go and bring your camera I used, and, and, uh, and tape it. I used to go to Flea World. And of course, that closed down a number of years ago. So this is like Flea World, but uh, you Cleaner? throw you throw some uh, a pearl necklace on it and some white gloves and a silk hat and you make it all nice and everything. <laughs> No. And you allow dogs. <laughs> you allow little white doggies. No. Well, I, I mean, I figured it would probably be better and cleaner than it's much flea be- world. Much better, much cleaner. But well, I like that idea of like the flea market, like you know, walking around and seeing different. 
I yeah, love it. the word flea is uh, not the right word to use for this. It's kind of like a local version of anthropology. <laughs> so, like, uh, it's mostly products for women, T-shirts, jewelry, uh, vintage clothing. Um, and it's not upscale, but it's not cheap garbage. Right. Okay. It's not all Etsy that's what, that's what I figured. I didn't figure it's, it would be. Yeah, it's good Etsy stuff. It's the best of Etsy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as opposed to like, oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get a butterfly knife, like from the flea market, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, and a cheap pickle. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm gonna stare at the cat. Butterfly yeah. knife and mm-hmm. a cheap pickle. <laughs> um, there is, a, we do have a vendor for for uh, men. Uh, it's not just for men, but they, there is a man who makes knives. Of course, there's always, like you said, you put flea in there. I expect at least one knife guy. No, these, yeah, but this no, sounds these are more hundreds like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying they're not nice or oh. it's bad, but I still it's not, there have to be weapons. Yes, I, ex- I expect a weapon in, in some capacity. Oh, no. N- nunchucks that like... are put together with pearls. Are, are, pearl, are there pearl nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> we do have a dealer who does pearl yes. nunchucks. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's in the back room buying a curtain. Uh, <laughs> so it's at Celine, right, which is downtown. Yeah, a lot of people uh, don't know about Celine. It's a two story venue, it's about 10,000 square feet. Uh, the best place to park is the parking garage across the street from the Orlando Public Library, and you walk right across Magnolia, mm-hmm. and it's it's a big, huge venue. And it probably take you maybe twenty to thirty minutes to walk it. There's about thirty five vendors total. There's multiple bars. We're gonna have lunch. We're gonna have desserts. So I would say you spend thir- maybe twenty to thirty to five minutes walking around, and then um, you can leave your car parked, walk ten minutes to the farmers market, and make a little Sunday day of it. Oh yeah, farmers market is. Right right there uh and it's like two stories right it's a level place uh, it's multi-story multi yeah multi-plane oh, excuse me yeah technically two story elevator. is even multi-story i just learned that the other day that multi like two is involved in multi fair enough uh, not really fair enough it should be three <laughs> yeah no it's, it's a it's a, a duo plane duo 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 story <laughs> duo story which is, which is exactly tri- why it shouldn't be in multi because there's w- there's yeah, ways right. to say two get the triplex uh celine downtown free obviously to get in right yeah and f- yes i don't make a dime off of you walking in no it's a lot of work no, uh how many vendors said over 30 vendors yeah 35 god damn that's a lot of people it's really neat because you, cool. it's a nice way to see a bunch of creative local people in one building yes you can you know you can find these people online and you can find them here and there all, but but it, these these events like this and there's a lot of them all over town that mm. happen every few months it's just nice. It kind of reminds you. It kind of shows you how creative your city is. And sometimes you get inspired. Like, oh, I, I like that T-shirt. Maybe I'll design a T-shirt. Maybe and I'll so, hire them to design a T-shirt for me. And it's a cool spot downtown, too, where it's, uh, it's a yeah. nice little area. Nice little, you can walk to different places. Like you said, the farmer's market or different restaurants. You want to go for lunch or something. Yeah, like and this dinner. is a venue that opened. An, I mean, this event is very hipster, female, shopping, spending money, daytime event. But the venue is, I mean, it, this is a full-on nightclub. Oh, uh, really? Tss, tss, you know, so like sexy gonna... people and de- real DJs flown in from Miami and Brazil. and mm-hmm. But they're letting us come in and, you know, bring in our beautifully Does handmade jewelry and they're gonna have to like kick you out kick out all the tables at certain points so they can roll they out throw us out they th- yeah, I, exactly. I have to beg please don't break the you know the, the cookies <laughs> that man spent two hours making all these cookies and just, yeah. throw them out the, dude we gotta get all you know the, 
The Dude. dance floor's got to be open by four. Dude, we got to restock the bars for the bitches. They're not at all like that. If you're a vendor, try not to be on the second floor. They'll throw your shit off the off second, the second floor. floor to make off, it faster. Off <laughs> onto the first multi-floor of the multi-floor Of the multiplex. Like, Vinny, you'll catch it downstairs. No, none of them are like that at all. They like they treat us like gold. I mean, they, And they own like five bars on that block. Oh, we're nice. So That's very cool. It's very cool to be let into their world. That is nice. That they, uh, it's smart of them, too. Because it's not like if it's a great nightclub, then it's not like it's being used during the day. So they might as well maximize the space um, during the daytime. Things like that. Yeah, so that's my job is to, you know, say to get enough people in there to make it worth their time, mm. worth their while to keep it open during the day. And this is hours. the third one. So success so far. Yeah, it was we we got about a thousand people at each uh, the first and the second one. Nice, that's awesome. Each. Are, are there like set that's intervals great. for that? Like every like two months it happens, or yeah, I wanted to do it quarterly, but we're gonna the next one we'll we'll do is in September. So we'll do September and then December. That's smart. Skip the uh, the hottest part of summer. We have a secret project. So quarter one is right now. Quarter two is secret project. That's why I'm not doing Orlando Ooh. Flea in quarter two, and we come back in September. Yeah, yeah. let's talk extensively secret about the secret. Project. 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 <laughs> I think I know, but we can talk about that all. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the rest of the episode, I just talking about the secret secrets. project. Secrets, secrets, secrets. <laughs> you can't let people know about the secret project, but no, let them know about the secret project, but not what the secret is. Otherwise, yeah. then once they know what the secret is, then the project just becomes another project. Yeah, it's yeah. T- if it's too secret, yeah. if it's nothing. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, there's two. It's you du- gotta find the balance. Yes, yeah, balance. you gotta find the duoplex of that balance. You the, gotta the fake leaks to. Uh, like, you you gotta know. fake a leak. We yeah, gotta, we to, to like the newspaper, data. be like, "Oh, this was supposed to be top secret." Oops. Oops. But then it has like your stationary head on the top, but and your very limited. Yeah. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, oops. Oh, did I? It's like when you leave a paycheck out for a guest to see. Like, oh, did I leave this out? My bad. I guess I just felt the pressure because it's supposed to be quarterly. But since since like how can I say? Because you asked how how often is it? Since it's not happening in the second quarter, mm-hmm. I felt this pressure in my head to go to to tell you. Well, it is quarterly, but here's the reason why it's not because on the second quarter because of secret project. Yeah, secret yeah. project. Which I didn't need to do any of that. I could have just said it's quarterly. Yeah. You could have. You could have just let it go. But no, you gave us a little bit more, and, <laughs> and now we want to know what the secret project is. Now, <laughs> now the social media. Once this episode comes out, the social medias will be a bubbling with the uh, the Daily City secret project. No, no. Speaking of Daily City, Daily City yeah. shows back. Yes. 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 Uh, Steve was very happy. I was I very him. excited about oh, that. Yes. Yeah. Produced by PFT. PFT yes. Media. Yes. Guys, uh, every week about, well, the first couple of return episodes was five stories, but the latest one is like eight or nine. So boom, tons of information this week out there for people, but still about five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yes. like a five minute like start your week early morning. It comes out at seven a.m. on seven Mondays. a.m. Monday. It's a five minute quick listen. Mm-hmm. It's about five, yeah, five to nine stories of uh, the things that happened in the week prior, so you can start the week knowledge. A little more informed on what's happening around here in Orlando, and uh, it's man, it's a fun show. It's fun to produce. Yeah, we do stories like uh, the bridges being uh, from lar- as large as bridges being built yep. to the Starbucks inside the Target is, is I remember that things one. being rearranged. <laughs> yeah, things to, being rearranged uh, to like the here's the, the next pet 
park or store. Yeah, or that's cafe. coffee people starting a pet park. Yeah. That's actually my favorite part. Like, I can't remember what the venue was because this was quite a while ago, but you were talking about something opening and you're like, but there's way too many of, the, of these stores and I don't get out much. So I was like, are there though? And you were like, well, in the area, we on the corner, we got another one of these on this corner. Mm-hmm. And, and like you like detailed like the locate. And I'm going, I don't know my city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you realize. Was oh it my smoke goodness. shops? Yes. Was yeah. it smoke That's shops? exactly what there it was. There was a period where like they were, yeah, like on every corner opening like every other day. There's that one open right on a, right there on uh, Little Vietnam on Colonial and Mills. It's, it's like such a great yeah. spot and it's a smoke shop. Well, it's it, like you guys are just recreating the episode right now because like all of this was mentioned. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Garbage but, parking there though. But again, like Absolutely in my own personal, I was like, there's a lot of smoke shops. I don't see it. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. And when I see them open and then they're like still open a year later, I'm like, what? what? Yeah. Like, how is this happening? They must have a great humidor. They must have a great, uh, this must be a great <laughs> front for, for whatever the real business is behind the scenes. The great money laundering. I have uh, those big jars with the pipe tobacco in it. And you can like open the jar and be like, well, I love that. Well, you would know now, Steve, actually, some places have their own uh, like vape liquid. Yeah, but I mean, it's like you walk in and it's behind the, just like buying cigarettes at a convenience store yeah. and they know nothing about it and they're just kind of like, oh, you want this? Oh, yeah. yeah, but I'm like, saying. They have no idea what they're, you know. But aren't there people who make their own? Like, yes. make their own uh, proprietary, like, e juice? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vape wizards. Vape wizards. Yeah, but he makes his own. He's a vape wizard. He's a vape wizard. Yeah. You know this guy's a but, vape wizard. But to be able Mark. to sell it though, you have to like have like a clean room and like you know what I mean. Like you really have to. Uh... Do you? You can't do it. Do you have any vape uh, vendors? No, we nope. are too snooty for that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was gonna say, well, can we get a? Can we get in there and set up shop? And Steve can do on the spot uh, vape liquid mixes. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Dutch apple pie. Then yeah. Sh- sh- then here you and go. my shtick will be like, you want you want e juice that's done anywhere other than a clean room. I'm in my underwear mixing it while watching TV all the time. All the time. So <laughs> here I am in my shirt, like doing it in front of you. That's why my underwear smells so in good. My shirt. Yeah, because he's actually wearing a shirt. He doesn't always wear a shirt. I, I mostly don't. He normally does not wear a oh, shirt. Okay. He, he's <coughs> graceless with the shirt. <laughs> uh, and then on the... Yeah, we'll have a banner. It'll say uh, E-Juice by Steve Juice. Or E-Juice. Etchy Juice. E-Juice. No. no. Come no. on. Yeah, get some don't, Etchy Juice. Don't, you know? No. Yeah. Bad idea. That's a great idea. Come up <laughs> to Orlando Flea 4 in September. You'll get your own uh, handmade, Do, customized... Etch- Etchy juice, etchy but like juice. the hand squeeze. The e is in parentheses, and then it's like T C H I E. Yes, juice. So everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that, uh, we'll, that went we'll on apply. way too far. No, we'll, we'll apply online, Mark. I know. <laughs> yeah, the application, application is at orlandoflea.com. Just fill it out and <laughs> and get rejected by Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be standing out front, like. Illegally selling Egypt. Yes. Like, <laughs> with the protest sign. He won't let me in. That I'll, wel- I'll welcome. Yeah, I, like <laughs> I like that. Orlando, what a sign that says Orlando Flea discriminates against e juicers. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Like, what is this guy's problem? <laughs> and then there you can be shirtless because it'll be yeah. outside. I had enough to pay to, to be a vendor, but I didn't have a table. This so. guy out there shirtless <laughs> making e juice like he is for sure homeless. <laughs> <laughs> this is unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> but then instead of giving you money, we'll let you know that we're donating to some sort of uh, oh, no. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> some sort of charity. I, I yes. honestly, if we're both available, like I would love to walk through that with Leslie. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, well that's uh, not this Sunday. 
But the Sunday after. But the Sunday after. But the Sunday after. If you and if you, um, I, I had uh, offered this to someone else. If you want to to visit it when there's nobody there, and you want to, you know, so you can hit each vendor. If you want to record it, is that what you want to do? Record? He could, yeah. You could come early, or you could come like right at, at the opening when there's less people there. And, oh, like, nice! Hit everybody fast. And um, uh, if I do my job correctly, it should be chaos by uh, within an hour of it. Within uh, like up. one o'clock, yeah, one thirty. Uh, uh, but it's also dog friendly, dog accessible, dong, dong, dong friendly. It's dong friendly. friendly. Every event I do is dong. I'm just saying. Bring them and swing them. It ain't just for the ladies, you know. <laughs> bring the dongs, fellas. Uh, it's dog friendly, right? Yeah, it's so, dog friendly. So Leslie can oh, bring nice. Dog yeah, so there you go. Because this girl's got bring this dog everywhere she goes. She brings the dog everywhere. I love that dog. Uh, you can't hear it, but it's there for every podcast, right? Hmm? Yeah, every. Podcast. Does it have? Did it have its vocal cords removed, or is? No, it's just good. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Unlike yeah. you can hear my dog. Well, I, assume, I assume it's a bad watchdog because it's just constantly quiet. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, his dog is little. This like, little thing is like this big. As soon as you walk through the door, it so, scratches uh, at the door, and it's it's bad. It's so cute. Oh, I love it. I love that dog. Uh, we need a studio dog, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna run over to my mom's house real quick. And get another, I was gonna dog. say you back. did have a studio dog uh, my for mo- a couple of days. That's weeks. my mom's dog. Yeah. What's I, her name? Nena. I babysit her every now and then. She's like a 13-year-old Bichon Frise who will bark her head off Mm -hmm. at a stranger. It's a bit skittish. But then immediately, like, well, she'll sniff your hand and And then run away. I was like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going to put your hand out there and she's just like, oh, hell no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she takes a second. Very skittish. Yeah. But that, but now you can stick your finger in her ear and then she'll look all the earwax off her finger. She's like me minus the part where she gets comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll smell your finger and then no. Nope. Like, nope. like well, at least I know you now. <laughs> yeah, I know who you are, but I'm not talking. Anymore. Like, I won't bark at you anymore when I see you, but uh, leave me alone. That's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She still kind of puts that off, that kind of vibe. You can bring your dogs whether they bark or not. Awesome. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, you end up with uh, yeah. dogs barking at each other. Yeah, it's cute. And you then people fighting. Yeah. yeah, they're not your dogs. You don't care. It'd be a great rejection, though. Like, you're at a party, you're like... Mm-hmm. Mark sniffed my finger and now he's not talking to me. <laughs> he, just, he was just he just turned no, around and walked away. Whoever you tell that to will say that's what he did. Everybody, he doesn't talk to anybody. The way he rolls. But then there's one guy who's like, you wouldn't at least sniff my finger. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, that. Dip it in Etchy's e liquid. It'll smell delicious. There you go. E juice, Steve. E juice. E juice. E juice. That sounds worse for some reason. It does. It sounds it, a lot worse. Uh, yeah, it does. What does it sound like? Like uh, Steve Jizz. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it's his juice. It's his e-juice. Oh, okay. From email. His email. He will email you his e-juice. Yeah. How's that? That's the future now of cyberspace. It's a little. Yeah. It's, just a small, next, it's just a small gif image. That's, I can't that's tell you exactly what it is. That's the future of cybersex when you get an email, then you click on the attachment, and then your computer jizzes on your face. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> right? It's the slowest right. sexting ever. Is email? That, is that, is how that love frustrating robots, would that be? Uh, uh, animated thing that came out on Netflix. You guys watch that yet? Excuse me. That Love and Robots and whatever. I have not seen you it. You haven't yet. seen it yet. No. Love and Robots. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Not... David Fincher animated. Uh... No. No, then I want to see it though. Well, maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Um, okay. People go to Orlando Flea. Local yokels, anyway. Everyone listen to the Daily City Show, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, Drew and I saw a movie, a weird movie, called Captive State. Have you guys seen any marketing for this movie? No. Captive State, no. Okay. Drew, do you remember we saw a trailer for this, like, last summer? Yes, like, last summer. And then, like, 
three months after that, there was like a small one that I saw like on Facebook or something. Like I've been seeing tiny advertisements for this for like over a year. For a long time now. Wow. It's ridiculous. So this movie finally came out with uh, very little actual marketing this weekend. And of course it bombed. Did not make very much money. Duh. Uh, do you have a, how much money? I mean, number seven, 3.16 million. On like 2,500 screens. 2,500 screens. Yeah. Yes, that's... Uh, what was the budget? I would put it at looking at that movie 60, 70, something like that. It's kind of effects heavy. Yeah. But it's also small in that it's about a. Okay, so here's what the movie is about. <laughs> I mean, like, there, there's big concepts in this movie. Big concept, big story. ideas, small story. It's uh, Chicago. It's Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Cubbies have won the World Series. No, none of that happens. <laughs> Aliens come, we battle them, they win. Yeah, I don't even think it was much of a battle. No. Apparently, the aliens showed up, shut down the power grid, and it was like, you want the power to turn back on, you gotta hand over all your weapons. Uh, the humans are like, okay, that's a good idea. We uh, we agreed to the armistice. This is all done in the credits, credits with yeah. opening, with like Whoa. With things on the screen. So no. they didn't waste any time. No, they, no. they jump you into this story. So the that's setup like is... Up. Yes, exactly, it's like up. So the aliens have taken over. It's already 10 years into the occupation. People are complacent. People are complacent. If you uh, apparently play the game, then you can still live a normal life. And people uh, are complicit as well. And people are complicit. So if you play along and give the aliens what they want, then you can still get paid. And you can still live a, a nice life. So there's still sections of Chicago and other places that look fine, right? This sounds biblical. It is. It's very biblical and all. It's all the same well, shit. And the, I was going to say, and the reason I mentioned that is just because, like, uh, you know, if you... The whole thing, the market the, of beast, the, the market of the beast, yeah. yeah, and like without that mark, like you can't get, you can't get groceries right. or get, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the people who don't play along, then uh, they're the, very poor, and their sections of town look all bombed and fucked out, and uh, yeah, it's all underground economy and shit. So then, what the story is about is mostly the small group of people who are the um, the insurgents, mm. right? So what's happening is that there's going to be a big meeting. This is, I found this very corny. They call the. Uh, the aliens that control them now. The roaches. Well, no. First, they call them like, uh, yeah, roaches. The, the, but then the, also the legislators. Yeah, legis- <laughs> officially they call them the legislators. Uh, it's like the, that sounds better. It's uh, well, yeah, roaches is what they call the actual the aliens. What they look like. Yeah. But the legislators is like their title, and it's the how, Roach High Council. Yeah, it's. Stupid. <laughs> I think it's all stupid. And uh, so the legislature is meeting with the humans. So they plan on like sabotaging this meeting to start a war somehow between the humans and the and the aliens because the aliens are trying to siphon all the natural resources yeah. off the off the earth. This is something that like you absolutely have to do advertising for. Yeah, it's I don't understand how they or, thought or, this movie would make any money. Or they don't, and you get what we get. We get a you get a bomb of an opening weekend for a movie that uh, no one cares about. It's not even is even that well reviewed. I bet you it's like in the fifty uh, or sixty percent because it's like an okay movie. It, that's it the, is kind, just that's the okay. kind of movie though that gets bad reviews. You know what it I mean? Just okay. It's no, just not thought out. Like well. a like a good horror movie can forty seven can, can get Oof. tons of bad reviews. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just seems like the type of movie that even if it's good could get bad reviews but it, dishes. It, it wants to make uh, it's this type of movie that wants to have big ideas and be really profound and it, it, it wants to talk about politics it, it's trying to throw <laughs> politics in there racial politics uh, uh, the whole thing so about, it's unsophisticated it is pretty it is clunky yes it's not as smart as it wants to be. Do you think if it was marketed correctly, it would have been perceived differently and maybe held in higher esteem? Uh, I think no, if it, if it I was think, a better movie, 
then if, yeah. If it was, if it was <laughs> a better <laughs> movie, it would have held in higher esteem. Yeah. I, I think if it was marketed better, marketed more It could have made a little bit more money. It could have at least made more money. And and people would know what we're talking about as opposed to... I never heard it, yeah. Yeah, no. for the last few days, people would ask me, because I get asked a lot, you know, what movie have you seen this weekend? Uh, like, you my parents, what movie have you seen yeah. this weekend? It's uh, oh, some sci-fi movie called Captive State, and then she's like, blank stares. Yep. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. like, what is yeah. this? I gotta like, say, John, John Goodman's, Goodman's in it. it. John Goodman. <laughs> Actually... Oh, but, but, then, but then if you say it's by Marvel... Then a billion people will see it, right? Yes, Am I yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If I so, say I'm going to see the new Marvel movie, people know immediately what you're talking about. But if I say, "Oh, I'm going to see Captive State," what is it? I don't know. Because well, it, because there's no, it's not based on anything. I wouldn't have called it a science tell. fiction. It doesn't sound like science fiction. It sounds like it's commenting on. It's a commentary. Well, uh, sci-fi. What's the word? Sci-fi is always like a good parallel for social, a, social uh, commentary. Always. It's sort of satire. Uh, it's like satire without the humor. Uh, because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It sounds great, <laughs> but because that's because it's yeah, it's a or okay. Maybe it does make sense. The humans are the are fighting against aliens who have come over and taking control, and they're siphoning all the resources. So what's that? That's like. But are the aliens? But it turns out that the aliens are actually from America or the planet Earth. Oh no, they're for that's sure. No, they're definitely from. They're off, for sure off aliens. Planet, yeah, yeah. They show you the aliens in the very but beginning. The, the aliens' behavior mimics what, like corporate behavior in our world? Pretty much. Yeah. The, yeah. Is that what it's? Yeah, it sort of does. At? Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and then the whole uh, uh, raping of the Earth for their resources to take them all off-world to just leave Earth as a dried-up husk when they're done. Uh, but they're telling people, oh, no, this is fine. This is all... Look, we have peace. Unity. No one's fighting. Peace. It's all unity. Meanwhile, from behind the scenes, they're trying to uh, you know, deplete the Earth. That's, uh, you know, like what's going on Allegory. Now. Is that yes. the word? Yeah, Allegory. Yeah, there you right? go. Allegory, metaphor. Exactly. So sci-fi is. So if you had told your mom it's a political allegory, she might have gone, "Oh, maybe I'll take my what is your dog a Brie Soleil? What is it it called? Netta The Bichon Frise. Maybe I'll take my Brichon Frise to to see Captive (laughs) State. To Captive State. Uh, She would hate it because she doesn't like like dark sci-fi type movies. All those fancy words make me think of really hard crackers that you spread stuff on. I, I got yeah. a from my Ritz crackers. Yeah. I got my bichon frise. No, bichon frise sounds more like a salad. For my using uh, frise lettuce, I'm using my bichon uh, frise yeah. lettuce and my uh, Leonese. There's a cologne like from the '80s that was bichon, and he was also a fashion designer. Or was it really bichon? bichon. Yeah. That's a fun name. Bichon Dijon did, did, is, uh, oh, my, is my like mustard, mustard brand. That's my mustard <laughs> brand. My high end mustard brand yeah. that I will be selling at Orlando Flea uh, September. The next one, you get a free bottle yeah, of e juice with every purchase. Yes, we'll be we'll be in neighboring stalls. <laughs> stalls, and the, yeah. yes, come to the stalls, <laughs> the the troughs. Well, Nothing like, says like he, fancy like stalls. Like he said, we'll be outside. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, yeah, with all flea. the rest of the rejects. Yeah, this is the flea. Yeah, yeah, come on in. Like man, this looks really janky out here. <laughs> It's called said, the flea. Come we're on. using an pic- office cubicle outside. The pictures on Instagram look so nice. But these, this guy's shirtless. He has pinball tattoos on his arm. <laughs> Spilling e juice Maybe around. we'll change the name. It's too late now, I'm buddy. Thinking this about is the third one. Well, yeah, maybe the fourth one will reincarnate it. No, re-brand. What, what do you call it when you smash a bottle on a ship? Rechristen. Yeah, rechristen it something else. I rechristen the, the Orlando swap meat. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's worse. better. Do you think it's better? No. What's the difference between a flea market and a swap meet? 
Swap meet, aren't you like exchanging shit? Yeah, kind uh, of. I don't even know what that sorts. is. Swap meet yeah. sounds more like it's something more like where you trade goods on. on the top yeah, of a, like the hood yeah. of a car. Like, I'll give you this. Oh, yeah. And there's a gun yeah. involved. I'll give you this old electric guitar. You give me that box of books. Yeah. Whether or not it's used, there is a gun involved in a swap meet, I think. At a flea market, though, it's like not nah, cash only. No, none checks. You want this <laughs> You want this crate of old Playboys? That's 20 bucks yeah. cash. Yeah. It has, I was going to say, there's, there's <laughs> weapons at a flea market, but... They're a lot more ridiculous. Crate not included. Oh no! No, you want the crate? That's gonna be another fifty bucks. No, that's fifty. I hope that I hope that none of my vendors here (laughs) podcast. None of them. No offense. No, they love it. They're gonna love this. They're like like hardworking, creative. I'm sure they are individuals with thousands of Instagram followers, and they go to all these markets, and we are making fun of them. No, we're not making fun (laughs) of them without knowing who they are or what they do. I'm just thinking of the uh, the huge flea market that I grew up going to, and it's called English Town in New Jersey. Gigantic outdoor and indoor, and it is a traditional like flea market where it's a dirt lot and it's just rows yeah. rows of tables and people bringing their shit for everyone to buy and it's basically uh, a glorified uh, garage sale I was just about to say it's yeah. like a garage sale like only a you take sale. your shit somewhere but but then there's <laughs> also like food vendors and stuff too where you get like peanuts and things and uh, that is where I saw like my first Playboy magazine one of my first ones and someone was selling I was like just staring at the cover like how do I get this how do I get this <laughs> where are my parents are they looking I and found my that, first porn in the road Oh, we were talking about that on our, uh, <laughs> on our bonus episode, we finding porn in the woods. Yeah, in the woods. You always find old porn in it's the woods always, for whatever it was always reason. In the woods. Kids yeah. these days don't know you had to go to the woods to find your porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is and great, because I always no pictured... It was the internet, so you had to go to the woods. I always and, picture guys being like, well, I'm done with this magazine. I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. And to find another one. <laughs> yeah. And then you swap out. Like, <laughs> to, just, to throw no, them around. porn swap. The woods yeah. are the porn woods yeah, are the natural porn swap. And that's the thing, Mark. They were there. They were always there. Always. You know, why don't we add, okay so at this Orlando flea bring your old pornography <laughs> in uh, paper bags or boxes and we'll do a swap meet yeah. outside a at porn point, swap at Orlando flea if you have old in print porn that we're talking vintage stuff now like you, yeah. got, you got some 98 club Playboys. confidentials and playboys and hustlers Hustler, you know? cherry yes <laughs> bring them because that is it's gotta be worth money now no, I, I mean I, they gotta be in mint condition though they can't be used no um See, that's why Captain State's not a good movie, because we don't even want to talk about it. We don't <laughs> talk, about, talk about magazines we see in crates. Also, at this flea market, the guy in the back had a huge wall of hubcaps. Yeah. Got, yeah Were so, they for sale? Yes. Were they yeah. new? No. No. All used. Found. It was stolen. Same guy maybe, yeah. Same guy yeah, selling yeah. subwoofers, right? Like, he, he maybe, had, like, subwoofers, I, and then have the hubcaps or rims on the wall. First, I, I would always just stand there and just look at the hubcaps, because it was just, I was also a kid, but it was a yeah. huge wall, and I was like, wow. And for some reason, windshield wipers. I don't <laughs> really. I don't remember the windshield wipers. Yeah. Guy. Well, no, they're behind. You got to ask for them. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> I was a kid. I wasn't asking for windshield wipers. <laughs> I was looking at the, the pornos in the crates and the wall of hubcaps and the. And you can't and ask any questions because they're using the subwoofers to try to get you to buy them. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You can't ask any questions. Oh, you know? really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're like, I want the windshield wipers. Uh, so Captain State's not that good. No. Yeah. And exactly. the, the the big twist at the end. Like oh, yeah, I saw that coming a million miles away. Yeah, exactly. It tries to build to a Twilight Zoney twist, which is like, yeah, I get it. I know where it's yeah. going. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of disappointing in that uh, we took the time to see it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so don't. 
Well, it's yeah. kind of disappointing too in that like usually like you know even if you haven't seen something you know how if you've like seen the trailer or something so you have something in your mind while they're talking mm-hmm. nothing nothing <laughs> yeah it's like oh this this book especially this for an alien movie it's like there's absolutely no way I'm gonna guess in my head exactly what those aliens look like it's got a couple cool moments and things here and there and it's not like think, a total think human sea urchins okay yeah there's human sea urchins and there's explosive jellyfish in this movie it's mm-hmm. weird yeah. uh, when you said roach I pictured a grasshopper. So, well, because they do walk around in a bug-like fashion. Yeah, and well, and noises. Yeah. They just, yeah. yeah, so that's why people colloquially call them roaches, but then officially they're called legislators. But now they're jellyfish. You said they, they were jellyfish. They have, they have jellyfish oh. explosives. Yeah, jellyfish. Yeah. What? Yeah, you heard. You heard him. You heard me, son. <laughs> I see. That's jellyfish that's a parallel. Explosives. That's a parallel right there. Basically, the you, the oh. you know the not prosecutors. What was it? Legislators. Legislators, legislators are. Disgusting insects. It's a parallel. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you guys have the same what, guy? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we do a podcast. <laughs> uh, don't see Capistick, guys. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, let's see. What are, you, what are you watching, doing, seeing anything this week, Drew? I watched uh, Triple Frontier on the Netflix. Did you want? I wanted mm-hmm. to watch that. Nah, you know what? Don't even bother. Well, I am going to bother. <laughs> but you didn't like it? No, it was... Uh, I I mean, story beats, I saw them all coming. Yeah. Who was going to die, when they were going to die, how it was all going to go down. Mm-hmm. It was very formulaic and I mean if you've seen an action movie you know what the hell's gonna happen so nothing new with Triple Frontier nothing at all brand new Netflix movie directed by JC Chandor starring was it Ben Affleck Oscar Isaac Charlie Hunnam yeah he's getting a little thicker now you know he's an old fat man he's gotta replace that alcoholism with something and uh, he's a little too old to be working out all the time he's not Batman anymore yeah He's going to be uh, entering his fat days mm-hmm. now. Um, so not a fan, huh? No, it wasn't, wasn't very good. That's a shame. I was not. I mean, I watched probably the first hour, and then I just started skimming through because I could, and I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a good sign. Not so, a good sign. All right. Anything else to watch? No. No? That was it. That's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Steve, watching anything? Um, yeah, I think this is from Hulu, not Netflix, but it's um, a, a movie called Treehouse. Okay. Uh, it's an original from... I believe Hulu. Okay. Um, not not great. Like it was directed beautifully. Looks good. It's a good oh, looking. Yeah, movie. yeah. It's a very good looking movie. But um, it also ended up. It's one of those things that like it, this isn't a secret, but at the same time you don't see it in the trailer. It's not red, you know. But like it's a uh, as far as like ho- it's a horror. Uh, okay. Movie. And it's, it's, so it's, it's Hulu. They've been doing these things where I guess it's a movie a month. I didn't. I didn't know I, that. I, I just so. knew. I just knew. I didn't know if they were doing it with regularity or. I just knew like Netflix. They're just you know throwing stuff out there. I think they are kind of cranking them out now. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's called Treehouse, and it's it's about um, witches. Like like as far as you know, the monster of the film. You know, witchy woman's. Yeah, which I don't. I don't like because I, why I, you don't like witches? No, there. Anytime I see witches in a, it's so hokey. I mm. can't. You know, um, I can't. You know, I can't take it seriously. Sure. But um, the big thing, though, people in Salem took them seriously. Is they made this whole thing into like um, a preachy, like really transparent, like um, kind of anti witch movie. No, like Me Too kind of deal. Uh, but it was so transparent that like it doesn't matter if you agree with the Me Too movement or not. It was just as hacky. you're watching, you're like, this is annoying. It was hacking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate it when you see something, any piece of art that you agree with the 
what they're trying to say, but it's some of like the subtlety of like killing an ant with a sledgehammer. You're like, all right, yeah. what, what is this? You know, I, you don't have to. I'm not stupid. Yeah, and it gets a little self righteousy, and you know, just all this story. I'm just like, ugh. All right, so not not a fan of the treehouse. No, man, but you guys aren't fans of what you watch. Really this week. great direct, no, direction, but really great direction yeah. though. Yeah. Anything positive at all to say about Triple Frontier? You at least had something positive to say about Trios. Give me something positive. I mean, everybody... I mean, Oscar Isaac was good in, in the lead role, okay. I guess. Okay. Sure. Okay, there we go. We got something yeah. positive. We got something positive. Oh, oh <laughs> and, and the main character was a celebrity chef, and he's the one that was tortured, which I love. Gordon Ramsay. Robert, no, Robert Irvine. Just put anybody you want. Oh, it's like, a, a, a like, Oh, it's a role. It's a fake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the the main character, he was ah, a celebrity you. chef. I thought you said they cast a celebrity chef. No, no. I just like the idea of celebrity chefs being tortured. Okay, like uh, Drew Sikagman over here. I'm not a celebrity chef. Well, you're uh, you you cook for monies. Mm-hmm, I do, and people know who you are. Correct, celebrity chef. It's true. I <laughs> Mark Birdsa. Can I have your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> he will sign your. Uh, he'll sign your cake. You wanna? You wanna make you a cake? I, I can't. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a baker. He's not a baker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want a cake. All right, what are you watching, Mark? Okay, so you said it could be anything. 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 At all. So yeah. mine is um, it's an Instagram account called Jake Yonsei, like Beyonce, but Jake okay. Jake Yonsei. Okay. And um, <laughs> Jake Yonsei. He uh, writes and makes videos about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And I I've watched this show in in the past as a gayman. But now with this account, <laughs> when this account, I'm learning there's this whole subculture of people who talk about it. So it comes on Thursdays, but you can talk about and and look at and discuss and disseminate this fuck oh, this show yeah, seven days a week. Yeah, and this account kind of gets you to do that because the show comes out on Thursday, and then every day afterwards, people are just like piling on the content and piling on the content and then this drag queen will uh, release a live video that Jake Yonsei will screen capture and then do a a drama video about and then this drag queen like everybody all the drag queens are creating content at the same time as the show is episodes are coming out and it's all on like Instagram I guess probably it's all on Instagram and YouTube I was gonna say Snapchat too probably some of them I'm too I'm too old to use Snapchat so I'm not allowed to see that content it's like a younger person's game Snapchat I can't get into it uh but they people do the same thing where they turn their snapchat accounts into like essentially channels. tv channels yeah where mm-hmm. then they can charge people for monies for the password to get into it and then they just uh, put crap on there as much as possible so there's always content streaming uh it's really cool that there is like runoff it's like content runoff so you have people making the official show and then there's these unofficial shows yeah. on Instagram can you tell if they're making money doing any of this do they have sponsors or yeah. are, they, are they doing so it right now just for fun he streams it, he streams RuPaul's Drag Race live on his Instagram channel mm-hmm. in his stories so he's taking their content streaming it live i don't think he ma- he and he does make money on that because yeah. during the stream during the commercials he will give shout outs and he'll say hey everybody okay follow this person's account and it's very clear that that person is paying money f- to have their account yeah. shouted out and he gets people to follow the, the people that are watching the show to follow these accounts so he's making money there it's an and then commercial. he huh the instagram commercial that he's throwing in making money off of other people's content though yeah that feel is he talking over it no so he's just straight up re-airing he's straight it. up airing it live on his instagram account some, i love it that's some pirate shit yeah it is. <laughs> yeah i like it that's real pirate shit it's like you're it's like y'all's porn show outside of orlando flea or whatever you're doing it just <laughs> oh, reminds yeah you know, how we're gonna say i like i like people doing bad things we're gonna do our so. porn uh swap meet outside yeah. right the outside pft media presents the 
dirty alleyway porn swap outside the dirty pillows it's the porn flea trade up media no, it's gotta be a porn swap you gotta call it porn swap porn flea swap roadkill porn rag I'm trying to get the PFT in there roadkill yeah cause you find them in the street roadkill porn rag that's really gonna get the people to come out yeah yeah. try our boba tea at roadkill porn rag it's fantastic uh, Alright, so you're watching Jake Yonsei, Jake, Jake Yonsei and yeah. other such uh, Instagram shows. Yeah, it's I, I'm not a TV or I'm. Uh, well, yeah, because you watch like YouTube. I don't stuff. Really watch I, I constantly on YouTube. Yeah, last night I watched uh, a two and a half hour documentary on Johnny Carson. Oh really? Oh, I, nice. I've watched it before. Was it? It's so, good. So it's good. You really know what good. it's called? So if people want to look it up, not you know? at all. Okay, so people just look up two and a half hour. I'm write Johnny that down. Carson. Two and a half hour Johnny Carson. <laughs> you saw that on Netflix? Uh, YouTube. 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 And it's one of those where you have to adjust your speed so you can watch it correctly. Oh, because they uh, so the automatic algorithm sensors don't pick it up. So yeah, yeah. That's how I watched The Godfather for the first time. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I thought the whole movie was really slow, and then, <laughs> and then I realized, oh, oh, this movie's not supposed to be speed. five and a half hours long. <laughs> I have them on DVD. I can blend them to you. Come on, buddy, that's hysterical. Uh, it is funny how they do that, though. Like, oh, and also they'll have an image that's like it's zoomed in on the TV, so you can only see yes. three quarters of it. That's how the... I watched the, the entire Godfather. Godfather. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. And I kept watching it. It, which teaches me that maybe some people don't need as much information in what they're watching no. in order to enjoy it. That's true. In fact, I constantly That's look true. for movies that are not bad but also not very good because I like to work and have a movie to the side and it can't be too interesting oh, so yeah. that I'll stop working. Get sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's truly awful, I'll still get sucked in. Like, what in the world were they thinking <laughs> like, with different, you know, yeah, I just need something three stars, pretty good. I'll watch it. I got sucked into uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme with Denise Rodman in a double team. Rewatched that. Ah. And oh boy, I was like, let me just put on this nonsense for a minute. Watch the whole goddamn thing. I was surprised by I, one of the ones I chose for that was like the, the reboot of Robocop. And while not an excellent movie by any way. Oh, the it, new one that came out a couple years ago yeah. with Michael Keaton. No. It was still enough, though, that I kept being interested in looking at it. Mostly because the visuals, you know. Yeah, visually it's a fine movie. Yeah, it was disappointing, though, when I saw it. And the, you know what, to be honest now, several years later, I can't remember a thing about it. I really can't. Uh, all right, so Drew watched Triple Frontier on Netflix. You mm-hmm. watched Treehouse on Hulu. And Mark watched some Jake Yonsei on Instagram. And a two-and-a-half-hour Johnny Carson documentary on YouTube that you have to adjust the speed for it to watch. <laughs> but it's out there, though. Now people know. I've got a people great. <laughs> I, I have a great Instagram suggestion too. Do you oh, throw it out there? Yeah, oh, oh, oh. it's called. I think I've said it on here before, but it would have been quite a while ago. Ah. But it was. It's called cheeky exploits. Okay. And what it is, and what I love about it too, is that it's not vulgar. But it's yeah. You hate vulgarity. Yeah, for you're known for hating curse words. Yeah, yeah it could, Fuck. It's, it's usually hey. if it's overdone. You know, like if it's way overdone, <laughs> it's just I, I hate it when people are like. Let's just like make a bunch of fuck. gross jokes and people will like us, right? You know that kind of thing, right? But anyway, it's called fuck, fuck, uh, fuck cheeky shit. exploits. I believe it. There's an underscore between the two words, mm-hmm. and it's all about butts. But the funny part about it, every once in a while, but, but. somebody will send in a picture uh, for the account that is like a woman and she's trying to be sexy or whatever. But that's few and far between. You're like, eh, whatever. What I love about it is like there will be like you know. A dude standing on a mountain, and it's like the most beautiful place you've ever seen, you know, and pants around his ankles, and he's just like, you know, 
got his hands to his hips, just like ah, you know, and and it's just his butt. It's it's just funny. Just liberating the butt. Yeah, and and, and I mean a lot of times too, especially for those like the outdoorsy things where they're on top of a mountain and stuff. Like it's yeah. really well, it's beautiful. Butt liberation. And then just in the middle of it, just a dude, just his butt. So that accounts for rated BN for brief brief nudity. Yeah, something like that. Although it's, I mean, it's a picture, so I don't know if I'd say brief. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> as long on, as you look at it. As long as you look at the picture. <laughs> that's very fair, actually. Could be very long nudity, Chris. All right, you got cheeky exploits. Check that out as well. Recommendation. Wouldn't that be interesting if Instagram could measure the duration of time that each person looks at an image, and then that's how they rate. They probably already do that, right? They probably do. They probably do. And that's probably how they tell their algorithms what to show you on the uh, on your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and depending on the picture, how those, long you last. <clears throat> those bastards! How dare they? How dare they manipulate? It's it's uh, amazing oh, feat of. There's uh, no human underscore. It's all one word. Cheeky exploits. Cheeky exploits. There you go. I like that. how you gave us a suggestion for an Instagram account, and not one person pulled out their phone. To, subs- to, yeah, to look up this yeah. account. None of us did that. I don't understand. <laughs> because I watch the both of you because I'm, I'm a follower. I don't care. Neither. <laughs> I, I, care, I care not for the cheeky exploits. All right. Why? Because I always feel the peer pressure if someone makes a suggestion. To oh, do that. Oh, my God. It's like when you go to these blogger events sometimes, or mm. I used to go to, like uh, people will give you their handles. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. I'm but I'm like, oh, this, yeah. oh, I'm going to follow you. Yay. I'm going to. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're all writing about the same thing I'm writing about. I don't want to read about what I'm writing about. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'm, I follow city accounts and this account. Restaurant you're like, accounts. that's a little different because you're at a networking event. So people are like, oh yeah, here, here's my thing. And then you give it. Yeah, but I want him to like, this is like networking. I don't ever see him. I want him to feel like I care about what he's saying. (laughs) But he doesn't care. Oh, Jay, I don't care. But everybody knows I don't care. Drew will never pretend. (laughs) Yeah, Drew doesn't pretend. I'm not a pretender. Uh, I'm glad that he put out the recommendation. I'm not about following uh, uh, Butts Online. But uh, also, Steve knows I don't have to like uh, follow all his recommendations. No. Yeah. But it's for all the listeners too. See, yeah. this is this is what self-esteem looks like. <laughs> the three of you. you I'm not used to this. <laughs> oh, that's great. See what I mean yeah. though? Like it's not like ooh. It's not salacious. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's arty. Yeah. It's meant to be appreciated. And a little cheeky. I mean, you know. Get it? Oh, and a little cheeky in it. A little cheeky in it. <laughs> so it's an English person that does it, right? That was awful. Oh, oh a little cheeky. That is terrible. Is yeah. Oh, there's a cheeky account, isn't it? I, I have to deal with this on a weekly right. basis. I was going to say, Mark hey, does go- the hey, singing governor. lessons. You get an accent, coach. Hey, governor. Uh, Chris, Australian got- Santa, go. Australian Santa. Australian Santa. Oh, it's me. Australian Santa. <laughs> Australian Santa is here to end, uh, end our first half of the show. We'll be back in the second half with some gifts. we Australian reindeer. <laughs> and of course... Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons will be making an appearance in the second half of the show. That's an Australian sense of promise. And we'll be back with part two. Here we go.
that's right, Jeremy Irons here, I wishing say, well, you Saint Patrick's Day. It's Saint Patrick's Day, Drewster uh, Cogburn. Awful. Oh, you're drinking now. Oh, the... Drinking now, then drinking. Oh, heavy kickstart. Hi-yo. That's not drinking. Alcohol's healthier than that stuff. Probably, but I don't feel like drinking alcohol. So. That's right. Not much of a drinker not... anymore, Drewster nope. Cogburn. Nope. No, this guy doesn't drink. No, Steve, he's not, not drinking. Why did that something much. happen? No, I mean, I just never. Never really. I mean, he just got boring. I, I drank <laughs> I drank plenty in my twenties. There's really no point in doing it anymore. Been there, done that. But I'm getting Bar better at it though. I'm, I'm drinking more now in my thirties. Good for you. I'm getting I'm getting you better. Destroy that liver. Who needs a liver? Nah. They grow back. Yeah, they grow back. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. You can cut a little slice liver, off. Liver grows back, heart grows back, they all grow back. Yeah, they all grow back. I, I took uh non consecutive two years uh, <laughs> uh, off from drinking twice. And how they go? They were fine. Yeah. I mean, I think probably the first month or two was a little awkward, but then once you get into the, you know, oh wait, I want to, you know, what, what do you do if you're not? How do you work, f- function without alcohol? I don't know how you function. Once you figure alcohol. out that, then you're good. Like how do you do social situations? Well, well I was gonna say, especially you since don't. right, yeah, <laughs> like home. when you Every- go to events, if you go to a lot, you know what I mean. Like it's hard to kind of. I have the yeah, same thing with podcasting, where ever, people will bring in things to drink. So, uh, you know. Yes. Well, you do a beer podcast. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> that, that yeah. one especially. Yeah. But I mean, like then Offcuts, the new one, uh, the food one with Offcuts, Elliot. the guy showed up with a bunch of wine, got these guys hammered drunk. They couldn't put out the second episode. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> it does happen when people get so drunk they can't put out a whole you, episode. You, you just got to teach people not to get super drunk on podcasts. So, you know, you can release the content. I don't know. Watching him fall over was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was great because it was like one of those slow motion ones. Like if you were like up to your thighs in mm. quicksand and fell over. Mm. Was, like that, was uh, that the, the guest, the Sandman? <laughs> yeah. 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 But not, not the host, Elliot. No, and, no I, and he, then he can hold his wine. It, but yeah, and unfortunately, when he fell over, um, I started laughing really hard and uh, n- knocked over my wine, which broke the glass and got on my keyboard. Uh yeah, it was Oh Steve. This is a fun episode. Fucking <laughs> amateur hour over there. <laughs> That's the beginning of off cuts. Yeah. So people need to check out off cuts or that, newest PFT show. Yeah, that was episode two, which by the way, if you if you go look it up, there's episode one followed by episode, episode three. three. And episode three starts with an explanation for why there is no episode two. Yep. Because of all that wine. So check out that show, check out Save the Beer Union, check out Tidbits. And what's the fuss? Yes. Is that it's all that's all your And what's the fuss? There's always beer. Always beer. Yeah. So like it's it's literally it's every show. Every I'm show drinking. always drinking this guy. I never drank this much and it's because, you know, podcasting. I went out drinking uh, not drinking. I went out to an event Friday night and I came home and, and I was sloshed and the next today I woke up and I found this video of me doing a monologue as an English woman to my cat who was sitting in the bathtub. <laughs> nice. Really? <laughs> Yeah, was that's the fun- kind of stuff happens. Was when it a good monologue? Yeah. Huh? Was it a funny monologue? Was it good? No, no. <laughs> it was, I mean, I I laughed. I laughed very, very hard. That's very funny. Because there were moments in the cat's eyes when I thought, "Oh my god, that cat's scared." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, no, it's probably just me, and it, was, and, and it would look normal, and then it would just look at me like, "Are like, you going to hurt me?" Like, yeah, uh, big old what pinky here has a problem. It was, yeah, said. but then I th- I thought I laughed a lot. Yeah, but I think it's something I would think it was, was funny, but I didn't know. I didn't know, you know you that did I had though? made it. And oh, it was on Instagram Live. 
Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to go. Is it still there? But my, uh, no, no, it goes away in 24 hours. This was Friday. So you didn't save it. I recorded it. You didn't save it for myself. You no, <laughs> I did not save it as not. Come on, we gotta put it. Out. We gotta put it out. The people need to see this. Yeah, I I, I left mine out. I was just my saying, account is private. I got my personal account. I know private. it is. Yes, makes it hard to share things. I got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I got extremely drunk before a podcast. Um, That's supposed to do it before the. Podcast. I know. I know. I pre-gamed. It's a very bad idea. But um, and I mean the podcast started out with um, and it it got online. Uh, me uh, dancing in my underwear and a oh. pink silk kimono. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yes. That episode, was your dick in between your legs, and you were like, "I'd fuck me." I was about. To- <laughs> I wasn't coordinated <laughs> enough for that. Like, <laughs> and they know the song, of course. Yeah. No, I've got a great remix that I have on a playlist when I yeah. play it at work sometimes, and people give me odd looks when that song comes on. I'm just jamming. I, I played it between. I played it between rounds at uh, trivia nights before, yeah. like as I'm. People are in the crowd, like bopping along. It's a good song. They, they like <laughs> oh, the damn does, song. Does is it in the in the in is it in the general awareness anymore? Like it used to be a. It should be. I think so. It really should be because people, every time I hear it, the only thing I can think of it puts the lotion on its skin or yes. it hose again. And yeah, and so I do I remember really a few it. times when I've done it at trivia nights. Like people laugh like knowingly, yeah. like oh I know where this is from, you know. But then it's a good song. Too. Yeah. I watch. I was gonna say I watch that movie all the time. Like uh, you watch Silence of the Lambs all. The Time. I do. Time? Yes, all the time. You, you know how sometimes, yeah, Dr. Lecter. You know how Dr. Lecter. You know, Dr. Lecter. You, you know, it's one of those movies that I'll put on when I'm like cleaning or doing whatever. Like, yeah. Oh my god, it's <laughs> a weird one to put on, buddy. People put on, um, people put like on Bob Ross or, I mean, or I also, Real Housewives. I also or... put on while you were sleeping. So that's... that makes more sense okay. to me. Yeah, while you were sleeping makes more sense. Anything yeah. with Sandra Bullock makes more sense. <laughs> How do you like to unwind? Oh, you know, do you cu- think... cu- cup of wine, cup of wine. He'll do a cup Sign of wine. Signs of the lambs. <laughs> Vacuuming. Do you think? Okay, I, I, I'm going to ask a nerdy question. Do you think Sandra? Because you guys know. Do you think Sandra Bullock would have a career had had she not started producing her own movies? Probably, maybe mm. not as good a career. Yeah, that's why. Actresses start production companies. That's why Renee Zellweger started her own production company. She did? Yes. I didn't um, know that. The movie Wild that she did, where she played a lady, it was based on someone's memoir, and she like hiked a, a trail in the West Coast. No, that's that was Reese not Rene, Witherspoon. Yeah, that was not Renee That's Zellweger. what I meant. I'm sorry. That's the name <laughs> I meant. I mixed up my white ladies. My rich white ladies. I mixed them up. Mark, you know how that goes. And uh, I, I make some Irish white ladies. Reese Witherspoon started her own company, her own production company, to do movies like that and, and develop movies like that because uh, she was like, A, movies aren't being made enough for uh, like women like me, 40-year-old and up women, middle-aged women, and also I'm just not getting uh, the roles I want anyway. So they start their own production company so they can make their own movies that they can then star in. What was the one? Gone Girl. Uh, Reese Witherspoon's company produced Gone Girl oh, okay. for her to star in and some point along the line they're like you know what actually you're not right for this one and and she kind of got like <sighs> she removed got, she can't even get cast in her own movie <laughs> in her own damn movie she got replaced that's in her own a, movie isn't ooh, that cool? that's hilarious isn't that something well she also just released a book about into, uh, home decor and design so she's she's going mm, that route too really well because she saw the uh, Joanna Gaines designed by success. Witherspoon yeah it's it's called Witherspoon. Your, your room's been Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean it's been Reese or John? I'll take a John Witherspoon room 
where it's all Who's like John Witherspoon. Oh, I know. The, uh, John Witherspoon. He's the uh, the comedian. He, he's pops on Friday, and he's always, he's been an old black man for like 30, 40 years. Oh now. yeah, yeah. He's the dad in Friday. Show, show him the picture of yeah, uh, John Witherspoon. This is Witherspoon. John Witherspoon. You know, you know John. I want Witherspoon. him to design my my decor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't know him. All right, so we'll have a contest <laughs> Witherspooning, and you got to determine is it a Reese Witherspoon design or room or a John Witherspoon design room. <laughs> And you'll be surprised how hard it is to tell. Really? <laughs> they, they both love postmodern decor. Uh, okay. They're really into it, so it's hard to tell. A lot of fake wood stuff going on in there. Uh, don't mix that postmodern with traditional, though, because they won't look good. They both know that, so that's why it makes it hard to know which Witherspoon it is. <laughs> the real Witherspoon. That's the name of my show. The real Witherspoons of Atlanta. You got Witherspoon. You got Witherspoon. That's Wh- the would the podcast be called Witcher Spoon? Because you're like, which, which, Witcher Witherspoon? That's the, uh, Spoon? that's the after show, the talk show they do where the, you watch. I hate those so real, much. You watch the real. <laughs> oh, God, I hate those so much. You watch the real Witherspoons of Atlanta, and then afterwards you do Witcher Spoons, where then. <laughs> and the, then it's, you know, Chris Hardwick hosts. Yeah. Like, it's Chris Hardwick and Andy Cohen. They're sitting next to each other, and they're like, so which. Which Witherspoon do you think it was in this episode? Yeah. Uh, Wait a minute. That's not where I thought this was going. It's going <laughs> all the places. Because there's the shows where you watch uh, the TV show and then you wa- you go on YouTube and watch other people watching the TV show. Oh, there's also the reaction shows. Is that shows. what you were talking about? No, I'm talking reaction about, shows, I'm talking about yeah. like, like the Talking Dead. And they'll, or, they'll bring out the cast and talk about oh, that episode. And they, oh. they do it immediately afterwards. But then the Instagram version with uh, RuPaul's Drag Race will have people watching it on Instagram. It's the same thing. Where it's yeah. just like, what are other people's reactions? Yeah, it's what we all. But Chris Hardwick's watch. career is basically like I don't create content. I wait for somebody else to create it, and then I comment yeah, and on then it. I comment on it. But you know what? That's a career. Oh no, it is. He did it. It's it's a legitimate career. It's just sad. I want to make that my career. I want that sad career. I would take the sad career. I want that sad career. Empire. He also married into the uh, which family is it? The Hearst family. The oh, Hearst. I goodness. have no idea. Yeah, he married the granddaughter of Patty Hearst, or. Oh wow! They, they're the they originated the concept of content. Yes, weren't they like newspaper printers? Yes, William Hearst. Randolph Hearst and all yeah. that. Yeah. The original Cit- slingers. Citizen Kane is based on William Randolph Hearst. Uh, yeah, he married That's into right. like Doctor Lecter. He was already rich, and then they married into like a richer family. Yeah. So. How rich can you get in America? Surprisingly, depends on how white you are. This yeah. is America. <laughs> hey, that guy. He's is, getting pretty rich. He's getting pretty rich, <laughs> but he can't show up to the Grammys, can he? Why would he though? It's the Grammys. Oh, I wouldn't. Wow. Yeah, no. Millie Vanilli, come on. I just read a Where Are They Now with Millie Vanilli. Well, one of them committed suicide. One of them committed suicide. Yeah. He's an alcoholic, the drug addict. Well, committed suicide. Was that Millie or Vanilli? That was Vanilli. Millie is like, he put out some albums and is still trying to get out there and still trying to get work and stuff. So still trying to make it happen. And he never will. Come on, poor guy. The, the scandal. He was just broken. a model. He was just a male model that got plucked out of obscurity to be in a music video. Next thing you know, they're on the stage of the Grammys accepting awards. Like, uh, oops. No one's going to figure this one See, out. See, I think if that had happened now, they would both be alive and millionaires and have careers. Yes, people would. They would still have fans. Do something. That, yeah. Twitter, there'll be a hashtag that will be in support of them. Well, or just they would go... I watched an interview with Suzanne Summers, and she was like, when she got fired from her show... She was she she didn't know what she was gonna do, but she she had this moment, she had this aha moment of like, well, wait, I have something, I have notoriety, yeah, I can do something else, yeah. So she did something else. 
So like they could have had that opportunity now these days. Well, maybe. Well, I mean, she was in the seventies, so they they were just uncreate. I mean, just because you fail doesn't mean you can't come back. Come back. People, they, 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 people they, they like a comeback they story. Their, yeah. What about people I mean, love a comeback? Joan story. Rivers. It seemed like she was just like showing up to places like with a microphone. Like you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. she she just like she never stopped. It got to the point that unfortunately younger people and I'm I'm placing myself in this too. Mm. I only remember Joan Rivers really I've seen old clips, but I mean as far as you know, like in my you Your know frame of reference. in my frame of reference, she's that lady that it you know was just uh well, there's that too. Yeah. But I mean, that was just, you know, talking to celebrities with the mic and I didn't think she was very funny. Oh, the was, E she Entertainment was, Network version of Joe Yeah. Rivers. Whereas when you yeah. see the old one, like she was brilliant. Well, old and, dude, on tw- I followed her on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh, her Twitter was fucking fire. She would, yeah. She was taking a flamethrower to people. She was hysterical on Twitter. Uh, I was a huge, I was a bigger Joan River fan towards the end than I was ever growing up. Thanks to Twitter, I was like, oh, see, that's shit, awesome. This, I didn't this, know like, that. This, you still got it. And then but, when she died, I was like, fuck all yeah. the jokes. Did we watch the documentary? No, I don't know. I don't know the documentary. What oh, Joan it's Rivers great. Uh, I don't know. Of course, uh, I don't know. It's on, it's on YouTube. I just, uh, no, it's not on YouTube. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> there's also a really good interview that she does with Johnny Carson's uh, uh, ex-lawyer, somebody Bushkin, where they discuss Johnny Carson and what an awful person he is for oh, like 45 shit. minutes on the radio. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That is really cool. But she, she would have been bigger. The reason you know her the way you do is because her husband, who killed himself, because she would, she went to Fox to have her own late night TV show in like the early nineties, right. late eighties, yeah. and everything was going good. But then her husband was screwing it up, and they said, "You have." They told her, "You you can stay, but your husband has to go." Mm-hmm. So she could have had her night show going up against Johnny Carson, but right. she chose to go with her husband, and that's why her career yeah. went away. And then we got Jay Leno and stuff. I like oh, that because yeah, that's that's, that's tough. Look at my chin. You like what? Um, that she did that, like just because that's. T- it's like that's your husband. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to make someone to be like, oh, you have to, to make that choice. You have to pick between your career and your dreams but, and the person you but love. How who wrong is, is it up. that the husband didn't say, no, you're not making that choice. No, do not do that for me. No, do not sacrifice yourself. Yeah, maybe he was trying to. Maybe he didn't try that hard. But maybe he tried to. He threw that out there, and she's like, no, I love you. Blah blah. You know, we, we're going through this together. I mean, love is a weird thing, man. Yeah, you, you, I just you make decisions for the person, people you love. That aren't necessarily in your best interest because they think it's for the, yeah. the interest of the greater good. That type of thing. It's hard to be in the moment. I bet you if you ask Joan Rivers later, she's like, "Yeah, I should have just fucking took the job, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kept kept the job." Yeah, but I just I do yeah, love yeah. when you know, like it's it's nice to see you know when people like choose um, a relationship. Obviously, a very important one like a marriage. Yeah, you know, sure. you know what I mean? Um, like over some, you know. Hmm. Because like, she's I, probably the one who wore the pants in that family anyway. Yeah, she huh? was the money maker, yeah. and I mean, she's Joan Goddamn River. She was. In, I was like going to say her personality type too. Even then, Spaceballs. yeah. You know, Spaceballs, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Mario. Yeah, Are just, you being like no, that's not a good movie? Because I mentioned so. a couple of times now, you're not like you haven't reacted at all. <laughs> oh, I. Like, come on, well, my non-reaction was a reaction. Uh, yeah. Like I saw that. I got you. Which, by the way, I saw Michael Winslow Understood. last night. Thank you for joining us, Michael. How are you doing? <laughs> that's him. That's his mouth right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It goes Leslie Joe, your co-host at Tidbits. Uh, she, she hosted. Yeah. She hosted this uh, comedy routine. Yeah. And it was at a studio, like a recording studio. That's weird. It is weird. But I mean, like, it's very huge. So they have lots of empty 
big rooms. I don't know why. Were there a lot of people Seems there? in Orlando? Um, yeah. Well, Winslow lives in like Altamont Springs or something. Yeah. No, no, no. He lives in the Gross. he lives in the neighborhood next to me. Actually, um, he lives in he lives in Tuscaloosa. All right, so yes, but I'm, what I'm saying is he lives here in Central yes, Florida. Yes, yes, he does. Don't you, do you ever say Toscavilla? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will now. I do. I, do. I, I definitely it's such a will beautiful now. Beautiful Tuscavilla. Oh yeah, you see a lot of a lot of vistas there. I ain't seen no views of no vistas. <coughs> it was a good show. Yeah, Enjoy. yeah, yeah. It was a really good show. Did, did he do the uh, the tennis match a bit? No. Did he do the Jimi Hendrix bit? Yes. Okay. He always does Jimi Hendrix bit. Yeah, I did a Jimi Hendrix bit. Yeah, that was Is a good that bit where he does the guitar sound. Pretty yes. much, yeah. And then he actually does a pretty spot on Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, oh, it's pretty good. It's yeah, the same yeah. thing he did in um, Police Academy Twelve Six Colon <laughs> City Under Siege. Uh, he does them. Also, did he do any uh, Chinese dubbed movie jokes? Yeah. Did he do it where he's like moved his um, mouth and was like? I'm gonna get you. you uh, no, 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 no. I guess had a lot of new material. New material. Yeah. New sound material. Yeah. (laughs) It was good. I enjoyed it, and the other comics were good too. Like there was no like. Oh, there are other comics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just a headliner. Oh okay. Uh, I mean, not that many. There were like three. Did they make noises? No. Did Leslie Joe make any noises? She didn't. She did a John Rivers impression. No, not really. <laughs> I just, I just love the idea of her like on a stage, everybody's watching, and she's like, ah, ah, like you know, like, <laughs> it's like she's nailing this Joan Rivers impression. I didn't knew she did any impressions, and she's killing this one of all impressions. <laughs> you know, usually start with an Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, Bill Clinton. It's pretty easy. <laughs> she went to Joan Rivers, real talent. <laughs> Uh, Drew, I sent you an email. Mm-hmm. People, you can email cinemacrespediso at gmail.com. We be reading it on the show just like Drew does right here. Just like Drew does right here. <laughs> got an email from Ron. What's up, Ron? Yes! Hey. I got an email from Ron, too. That sounded sexual. Yeah, it did. Uh, no, it's like, see your private email? Address? It was general excite- excitement. It was general yes. excitement? Okay. <laughs> We, we see what's going on. Nah. I see. Ron, mm-hmm. Ron is a favorite. All right, Drew, go ahead. Uh, hey, fellas. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. So I'm watching the newest Queer Eye, and I'm wondering, do y'all enjoy positive TV or media? Do you even think there's positive media out there? Because this show, I think, it has nothing but positivity. Mm-hmm. And knowing that the cynical, not trusting, and dubious Drew, I feel this won't penetrate his hard shell. <laughs> so I wonder if there's anything out there that he feels, no matter what you are, Oh, oh, hang on. Oh, that he feels no matter who you are, you feel positive after watching. I understand you're all bleak because of the politics and the shootings, but I hope through the years of our emails, I've shared my positive outlook to y'all, and I know that my caring nature extends earnestly to all y'all, and I hope that there's some media out there that achieves that for everybody. Queer Eye does that pretty darn well, breaking barriers. There's a lot of cartoons like Steven Universe and... Steven Universe, that does that well for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you have some suggestions or others as well. Hugs. Oh, hugs. Thanks, Ron. We appreciate it. Positive media. Good media. Anything like Bob Ross. Bob Ross is very positive. Happy yeah. Trees. Yeah. That's why people like Bob Ross to begin with. It makes you feel good. You guys watching anything that makes you feel good? Nailed it makes me feel good. That's a fun show. Everyone's together in the spirit of positivity and like, let's try to achieve something that's impossible. I love The Good Place. It's very positive. The Good Place. There you go. That is a that is a positive show. Mark, any, any positive media you're bringing in? Nope. Bringing? No? <laughs> it's all cynical cynicism? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I don't need. Can even think, I'm fine. Can even think I don't need any you don't, you don't even want it. You don't need the positivity. Look at me. Well, you and Drew. <laughs> you and Drew together, Drew. I mean, I, I, Anything I, positive? I mean, not necessarily positive, but I watch cartoons. I mean, I watch a lot of cartoons, yeah, but, but they're they? not like super happy cartoons. You're, you're watching much. like uh, sad I mean, cartoons? Sad well, teams? not. I mean, not. they're just realistic, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. You know, that's interesting. I may have to watch that once or something because um, I was shocked when it came back. What, the Queer Eye? Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like something that was outdated, you know. Well, new cast. Well, no, I don't. I mean, I mean, socially outdated. Like, it. I mean, it's just a big stereotype. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they totally revamped it. My boyfriend happened to be watching it last night and uh, it's 100%. It's it's like oh, nothing good. Okay. totally different in a better in a positive better way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's about the interior of the person. Okay, and they they do some other stuff. It's like the style, the style it, stuff, the, 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 yeah. the part that's that gets you in the in the old the pos- time the positivity keeper. part. The positivity, yeah, is uh is the the one of the guys is was supposed to be the culture guy, but he ends up being he has a background in mental health, so he oh. goes in and talks about. How they feel about themselves and how they carry themselves. I'm now gonna have all to right. look. So the original Queer Eye, then more stereotypical, and all uh, oh, let's make you look fabulous. Yeah, this Queer Eye now new cast are all like let's make you feel fabulous. Well, it, you do fabulous look fabulous. Person. They do do your hair, but and then teach we'll you make, how yeah. to cook filet mignon and uh, redecorate your house. Mm-hmm. But they also talk about your in, your inside, your innards. They add that. <laughs> they add the innards as well as the outers. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. I feel much better about that because I was just picturing like a reboot and I knew it was all new people, but I thought it was all new people doing the same thing. Doing the exact same show. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, did you notice too, like now there's not nearly as much of this anymore. A lot of this was like in the 90s and stuff. Uh, I mean, it was around the time of Will and Grace though, where, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a character where it's like they're gay. Mm Mm-hmm. But they're like, hey, you know, and you're just like, can we just have a dude? A stereotypical that, gay like, character as opposed to just y- like. Yeah, that's yeah. like, hey, what's up? I like men. But, like, like, you know what I mean? And there's like nothing. They're just a regular person and not like an annoying. Like they're the gayness doesn't have to be the defining characteristic. They can just be a person. And, yeah. then, and then they can just like no one's being defined by their heterosexuality. Yeah. Right. That's, that's media for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not media. That's it's the way it's been. It's because a history it's... of how gays have been portrayed in the media. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is insane. a YouTube, and I'll have to give, find it, uh, but there's a guy who goes and um, finds representations of gays in the media from like yonder years ago oh, really? up until present and talks about how it's really interesting. I would um, uh, love to see that video and then share it in our Facebook group because people would love to see that. Seriously, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's fucked up how there's no... You don't have to be... You don't have to define someone's heterosexuality in a movie. They're just, like, automatically heterosexual unless then you show that they're gay. But I, I think what you're talking... Sorry. No, I'm just what saying... What you're talking like about is, shorthand. like, in the two, early 2000s, if it was a gay character, they were fabulous. Yes. And, and, and very funny and... It's the birdcage. Always the best friend. And, the, yeah, it was like that for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Is it, yeah. Or it was the opposite, where it was, like, super butch and... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well, and there were times uh, too that shown in uh, Bound. There were times too, though, where there were actors that. You ever see that one? The what? Bound. Yeah. I always forget that there are gay women. 
<laughs> I always forget that they exist. And, and then when I talk to them, I'm like, oh yeah. And they're versions of them. <laughs> oh, you, got, yeah. you got your you got your butchy lesbians. Oh, you got your li- lipstick lesbians. And both of them are represented in the Wachowskis Bound. This is when the Wachowski. This is when they were the Wachowski brothers. Not not the sisters. Before they became the Wachowski sisters. Siblings. No, siblings. First they were the siblings. First they were the Wachowski brothers, then they were the Wachowski siblings. Now they're the Wachowski now sisters. The Wachowski did sisters. one of them change? They both did. Well, first one changed, and then they both changed. Next evolution is the Wachowski starship. Yes. Okay. That's a Jefferson airplane. I had no idea. Uh, yeah. Lana and... That's... Dude, but that, Laura? but that was the other Laura? that was the other thing too. I, I I do hate in movies though too when um they're just like and this is a gay character and it has like it never comes into play. There's nothing and you're just like why why did you make them sure like, like you know what I mean like just, how does this have anything to do with it? It never comes up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, like, it feels what? like pandering without yes. actually advancing a cause or being real representation. Guys, is this why you invited me to the show? Today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was our specifically St. Patrick's Day. I, That's, uh, they're I'm very... feeling out some new material. No, <laughs> he's working on new material. It's well known I'm here for how no reason on St. Patrick's Day everyone's Irish except for the gays and Italians. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm. We had, we had I'm gonna go. Well, no, we're having a good time. We're having fun. And we learned about the flea market. I want to go. This is, we learned about the flea market. Are you going to the flea market? I got, uh, yeah, I want to go. Um. So that's it for positive media. I guess uh, not much here. Actually, they did a crossover episode. Queer Eye nailed it at the end of season two. Of nailed it. They had the uh, oh, okay. the Queer Eye cast go out there, and it was like it nailed it is already like a very sloppy, mm-hmm. raggedy show. When they added the Queer Eye cast, so I forget about it. People were just running around. Things were flying everywhere. It was barely any order to the episode. It is wild. It is very wild. Uh, so that's it for this email mm-hmm. from Ron. Mm-hmm. Right, email cinemacrespace.gmail.com. We're on the show. Let's uh, wrap this up with some movie news here. Um, that whole James Gunn thing is crazy. You guys know about this? Yes. About this? He's back. Yeah, you know oh, about they rehired this. him? They rehired James Gunn. Uh, to recap from last year... Uh, the whole war of words that happened online. We had this fellow, Mike Cernovich, Cernovich, who's one of these men's rights activists, rape apologists, uh, just gross right-wing dudes. He uh, dug up some James Gunn tweets from a decade ago mm-hmm. about uh, weird, bad jokes that involved uh, like rape or whatever. And mm-hmm. one of them was like, he saw a movie... That was so masculine, it made him want to, like, uh, rape the dude in the seat next to him or something like that. Like, what, wow. It's not even a good joke. It's no. stupid. Um, he got called out for that years ago. He apologized for it. Didn't delete the tweets. I don't know why he didn't do that. And then they got brought up again last year because he's a very outspoken Trump critic. He's mm-hmm. very much likes to weigh in on politics online and call people out. So people dug this up to call him out on shit. Disney made the unilateral decision to fire him. Apparently, behind the scenes, Kevin Feige, who runs Marvel, he was like, don't fire him. This is, you know, we can work this out. And Disney was like, nope, decision's been made. It's already been made public. We're not going to backtrack on this. So this was last year. Mm -hmm. News just broke on Friday this week. Uh, James Gunn rehired to write and direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Apparently, Disney never even bothered looking for a replacement director. They never even started that search. Yeah, James Gunn was meeting with Alan Horn, um, who was the uh, not the CEO, but he is like one of the guys in charge, one of the guys who made the decision. He met with Disney executives several times, 
and they discussed it. He talked about this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm a better person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And Disney agree, like you know what? That's fine. Yeah, you have proven that you're growing as a person. You continue to grow, and that you're contrite with what you said in the past. Blah blah blah. Let's bring you back into the fold. We'll rehire you. Never even considered hiring someone else. <laughs> they. A huge corporation backtracked. They probably knew what they were doing the whole time. You think so? Yeah. They were like, listen, we've got a... Well, we'll... We'll fire him now. We'll fire him now. Let him get all freaked out. Let the media freak out. We'll be in the right. And then after, if he's sorry enough, we can always hire him back. If not, we'll find some other silly asshole. Interesting. Do you think there are enough people that, that were affected by this that, like... He wasn't in the right because I feel like most people were complaining. The people who were complaining are all right wing troll assholes. No, no, I mean, the, I think there were more people complaining that it was bullshit that yes. it shouldn't have been. So, like, they weren't on the right side. I don't feel exactly. like I don't feel like Disney was on the right yeah, side they, at they all. They fucked up. I cave it into yeah. a right wing blowhard to. So they're complaining about James Gunn tweets about rape. Meanwhile, this guy Mike Cernovich, who led the whole thing, he has tweets still undeleted about how uh, date rape doesn't exist. Oh, Mike Cernovich, he's a, uh, the the good boys, the white boys. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah. Is he he's with the Proud Boys? Is he a member of Proud Boys? Ugh, gross. I think so. Disgusting. That's one, that's one of them groups where they're like, oh, we love women. We, we love how their pussies feel on our dicks, and we love playing with their titties and stuff. <laughs> and that's about it. And that's about it. We love how they cook us food and blow us. We love women. We put them up on a pedestal. I hate, I hate them so much. Piece of shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's one of these assholes who's like, date rape isn't real, but then he turns around and complains about this shit just to get this guy fired. And it happened, so now it all backfires on him because Disney rehires him. Hmm. But at the same time, James Gunn signed a deal with DC to do the Suicide Squad. So now he's got both. (laughs) So now he's got two movies coming out instead of one. So in your face, uh, right-wing trolls. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. James Gunn's coming back. Uh, it's good news for for justice and for good and for Marvel fans. Yeah. Well, and I I think the most important message that this sends that I'm like most excited about is that, um, you know, we've gotten to the point where it was eight years from when eight years got- of Obama. I know we had eight years of Obama. <laughs> finally, <laughs> we can we can say Merry Christmas again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, no. no uh, it, from the from when he. Uh, tweeted those tweets to when he got in trouble. Oh, it may have been longer, nine, ten years. Yeah, it was a long time. It was eight. I looked it up. You looked up eight years specifically? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Because well, people were saying a decade, and I'm like, you know, when people say a decade, they're rounding up or down, so I want to look it up. Fair. And, and it was eight. Fair. Um, which doesn't matter. Either way, it's a really long time. Yes. And um, I think this was like the biggest deal because now we're holding everybody accountable for everything. Like, nobody. The whole idea of nobody can hold up the scrutiny. Yeah. Um, and nobody can, uh, you know what I mean? And and so like, and people are just so like they they see one thing and they're just like, oh, banish this person forever. And it's like, life doesn't work that way. Mm-mm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good example. So I'm glad it happened. Just so you can say like, look, because, this happened. Because none of no, us. No, can no, be. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, life doesn't work that way for people who uh, are needed. So what, what that director is needed. He is needed. Yeah. Because, I mean, because he he is the voice of those two movies. And well, to have someone come in to do a third one, yeah, that, that was going to throw the whole ship off. Well, but he like, also like Laurie McLaughlin, Laurie Laughlin, yeah, replaceable. The other lady replaceable. I mean, yeah, Hallmark can replace him. Yeah. Probably is very easy to work with. Knows the la- I'm making this a la- really the nice guy. The really yeah. nice guy. Well, he created the blueprint for these movies. Yeah. yeah. So to have someone come in and make a third installment—that's a huge. Would, would that be a huge fi- financial risk? Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I think well, it works that way for those types of people. Well, because in the world, well, I mean, like, um, all the way up to, you know, 20 years ago, that's just the thing is, like, nobody could have looked back at what you said eight years ago and had tech, like, you know, a proof like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's the digital world that's mm-hmm. really doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, you know, in the past, well, you know, just like people say with, like, JFK and stuff like that, like, about his, like, mistresses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where we know very little about it. Because nobody looked into it. There wasn't a digital footprint. There wasn't any, you know. Well, no, I'm they sure. didn't take his emails and find that, you know, this was in here. The, you know, so um, everybody's got way more scrutiny nowadays. And, you know, mm-hmm. well, and th- that's why you're finding you can't live up to it. Because, I mean, in the past, there were different levels of privacy. I mean, ba- back then, talking yeah. about the president's mistresses was just not done. Yeah. It, they, I mean, everybody knew we had them. Yeah. Nobody cared. Now we all know about Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we, we all and people are, out, are outraged by it for some reason. Some people are. Some people don't care. It doesn't, it it really, it, doesn't that, matter at all. Of all the things to be outraged about, <laughs> so low on the list. What was so this low. director doing eight years ago? Like, was he a stand-up comedian? He, he, no, he was, no, he, he was, was writing he was, he was, jokes. He was more of a provocateur. He, 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 he was like, making provocative, yeah. uh, R-rated, low-budget He liked poking people and pulling strings. He came from the world of uh, trauma films, and trauma is all like low-budget, really gross, really edgy. Tromeo and Juliet. Tromeo and Juliet. Toxic Avengers been around is the since most the popular 80s. ones, yeah. yeah. Uh, he came from that school of filmmaking. So he made a movie before Guardians of the Galaxy. Disney knows about all this when they yeah, hired him. Yeah. He made a movie called Super. Super is a low-budget, quote, superhero movie, but like a real-world superhero movie. But they're not actually superheroes. So it's Rain <laughs> It's Rain Wilson, and he's like mentally ill, and he's like, I'm going to be, I want to defend uh, justice. So he puts on a crazy outfit, and then he runs around with a monkey wrench and just clocks people in the head. <laughs> and then... And then people get hurt and they they die because it's a very violent thing that he's doing. So this isn't a, Dis- a Walt Disney Company director who's directing Snow White three yes. and tweeting awful things. Correct. I mean, right. He, he it, is in the milieu. Yeah. Of he comes you know, from that world of edginess and R rated. That you'd expect tweets from him to, at that point in time like that. To the point when they hired him for Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, whoa, James Gunn? Like this guy makes R rated horror films and stuff. I'm surprised he's gonna be making joining this machine, this corporate machine to make movies with them. And did then he, it's worked great for them. Did he ever apologize for those tweets? Apparently, yes, multiple times. He apologized I mean, publicly? Yes. Yeah, he and basically what he said was like it was a long time ago. He's like, they're not even like he's like the jokes aren't even good you know he's like i was just trying to be edgy i didn't throwing stuff out there yeah and he goes i haven't even thought about that in forever and i'm completely different and and he is and the movie super does feature a rape in it uh ellen page rapes rain wilson her her character rapes his character uh, at gunpoint so uh interesting and then disney saw that and we're like well yeah we'll hire this guy (laughs) it's fine totally cool yeah, so then to pretend that a tweet is so offensive. <laughs> oh, this tweet. Meanwhile, the people that are claiming that the tweet is so offensive, then they're sucking the dicks of our, our commander-in-chief who tweets offensive shit minimum three times a day. So mm-hmm. what are you, what are you mm-hmm. He just tweeted, be, pros- be strong and prosper in one of his long tweets. Uh, this is after the mosque shooting in, in New Zealand. Be, be strong and prosper is a phrase uh, well-known associated with white supremacist groups and white nationalist groups. So I'm not saying Trump knows that, <laughs> but Steve Bannon and Steve Miller, they who, do. who he surrounds himself with, the people he surrounds himself with, they know that stuff, and they have access to him, and they can uh, help write tweets. 
And uh, that's the end of Cinema Crespedisto. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to episode 323. Mark Baratelli, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yay, Steve. Yeah. Enjoy your good saying you. <laughs> Live long and prosper, Chris. Live, yeah, it's close, to that. it's close to that, isn't it? Live long and prosper. Uh, people live long and prosper. Be excellent. Be cool. You don't got no black shoes. You're good, Steve. I see you checking in. Cool. Yeah, I am checking Yeah, you're fine. All right, cool. You're fine, buddy. Uh, all right, we'll be back next week with 324. We should have Boris. It's the return of Boris, Drew. Oh, man. It's going to be wacky. Prepare yourself. I'll tell you that much. Return, prepare yourself. I wonder who he's going to bring with him this time. Maybe Marla E. She's very nice. Very nice. She's yes. a very nice person. Uh, all right. A PFT Media Production.